few times in your tweets and in your WhatsApp. So if you're listening up, that's for you. So right now, I've just had a big glug of water, but really what would be delicious would be a glug of chimera. Chimera. Ginger beer. Like, you know how it like attacks your throat when you take a slug of it. It's like, ah, but you just love it anyway. Well, there's someone who quit her job in engineering in oil and gas to make ginger beer, which is now going big in the stores. On the line, Mpo, more housework. Mpo, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> uh, good morning to you and your listeners. Mpo, you have to tell me, what do you think makes for a great ginger beer? Uh, I think uh, just the ginger taste that comes at the back of your throat when you gulp it, uh, it's quite nice. It's, it's a bit sticky, but uh, I think the aftertaste just makes it nice. <laughs> so, so I have to ask you, how did someone who started out as an engineer working for Air Liquide and a chemical engineer end up uh, making ginger beer? I think uh, ginger beer is a much-loved drink. We we all grew up drinking it uh, from home as a special treat. I think it's a good conversation starter for South Africans. And I realize that a lot of people uh, no longer know how to make ginger beer. Yeah. The, the knowledge has not been passed on by the older generation to the younger generation. And also it takes a long time to prepare. And uh, because people just loved it, I saw a gap in the market to make it available to everyone not uh, have it as a special treat, but have it available, readily available at any time, whether you in the township, whether you in the suburbs, uh, just have it at any time. You know, and Paul, it's interesting because that when you talk about the older generation and the passing on of the recipes, that's exactly what our producer in Dosh was suggesting. And she was saying how her aunt and her mother makes this really, really amazing chemera, like, but she's not sure exactly how to make it. Have you yeah. used old recipes as well? Uh, we used old recipes, but uh, I like saying our is the one that went to private school because <laughs> 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 we kind of like uh, fused the old and, and, and the new. Uh, we've added preservatives for a longer shelf life, obviously because now we're getting into retail stores, uh, but we, we kind of like changed the taste to sit in between the sweet side and actually have it well balanced for everybody to enjoy it. You know, I like what you say about the sweet side and the balance because like a ginger beer that is too sweet is actually awful. Like it yeah. does need that slightly sort of spiky taste to it that, that makes for a great ginger beer, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, it does. It does. So, okay, how have you, how have you now taken this uh, from uh, working, you know, figuring out the recipe, creating it, and then, of course, taking it to market. Sure, the journey has been uh, quite uh, long and a bit difficult because, as you know, like Ndosh said, her mom used to make it or her aunt used to make it. So I think in terms of brand credibility, it becomes a bit difficult when you introduce something that's well-known and uh, people know the taste. Uh, but uh, I think we've just sold that on and, and when people... Uh, drink it and taste it, they, they realize that it's a great taste, it's the original taste. And um, through the three years that we've been operating, we've just trying uh, been trying to do brand visibility and for people to know the product. So the big challenge, of course, for any entrepreneur is to take it to market, to get it yep. into the stores, 
to get it in spaces where you can actually start to scale the numbers. We do have to go to a break, but when we come back to the, from the break, I'd really like to just ask that particular question is, how have you managed to get it to market? Getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. We're talking to Mpo Mhaswa, who has started a company, a beverage company, Precious and Pearl Brands. And in particular, they manufacture a ready-to-drink ginger beer. Chimera, that ginger spike in your throat as we talk about it. And it is something good. The question I asked Mpo before we actually even... Uh, before we went to the break, was how one takes it to market. How do you take it to enough places where the sales are big enough in order for you to scale at um, in in a, in a very real way? And Paul, what did you do? Uh, so, uh, in terms of the retail stores, there's a lot of uh, requirements that they need for you to actually list your product uh, in the retail stores, and we've just had to work hard to meet those requirements. Uh, just to make sure that uh, what we're giving to people is a is a, a safe product to consume, uh, but out there we've just been going to a lot of uh, social markets, and I think uh, word of mouth has been able to help us to to get the product out there and and for people to to just know about the product. And where are you stocked now? So we have the product that take a lot. Uh, we have it have it at selected uh, Shoprite and and spa stores. Yeah. And uh, obviously we've got people who actually help us quite a lot uh, with the word of mouth, which is people who buy from us and they sell for themselves. Yeah. And we've seen that this model has helped a lot of people, especially now with COVID, uh, when people uh, had to take pay cards, when people lost their jobs, the extra money that they make from selling our product has helped them quite a lot to to help in their households uh, here and there. So let's just talk and pour. Like, let's talk about the, um, you've taken it to market, you've got it in a variety of stores. In closing, what's the next big step? And would you ever go back to your oil and gas job? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm enjoying just seeing the, the brand grow, so I don't see myself going back. And I think for us, what next is just to get a national supply with, with all the big retailers, uh, continue to market the product, hopefully get it to neighboring countries, and, and who knows, we might get it to 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 the U.S. and uh, other big countries where they just enjoy a different taste and get to taste the truly South African drink. Well, we look forward to it. We, we, we're all in the, in the studio going, okay, we should really like get a spike <laughs> of that. It would be good for us uh, to like keep our energy going. Paul, good luck, amazing, and uh, well done. It, it really does take a certain kind of personality to be an entrepreneur, doesn't it? No, it does. It does. What and you, you need a lot of support system also. I mean, uh, it's a lonely journey. It, it gets frustrating sometimes. Yeah. So you just need a, a, a strong supporting, a support system from home and from your friends, obviously from fellow entrepreneurs. And you just need to just keep going and uh, trust the process and, and enjoy the process also. Brilliant. We wish you all the best. And Port Mohaswa is... Uh, the founder of Precious and Pearl Brands, and they manufacture ready-to-drink ginger beer. Sounds absolutely delicious.